has your faith become shipwrecked? Has your faith become, see, please, you see me, but hear the Spirit of God speaking through me. <laughs> I'm just a vessel. Has your faith become shipwrecked? Now, in weeks past, we've said that just because or, or being a believer is not, is not an automatic guarantee that you are in Bible faith. Just because you profess to have a relationship with Jesus, just because you name the name of Jesus, just because you say I'm a Christian, doesn't necessarily mean that you are walking or living by Bible faith or from his faith which explains why so many Christians aren't receiving or walking in the full manifestation of what God has promised, which is an indicator that perhaps they're trying to do this by their own will and not really trusting in the Father. Are you with me? So just because someone is a believer, and I'm saying that because people are they're angry with God, they're mad, they're angry at pastors, preachers, uh, at the world, literally, because they're wondering why he's blessed, she's blessed, and I'm a Christian, but nothing's happening for me. Where perhaps you have not gotten into agreement with the Father. You have to remember this is important because the just shall live. This is how you live. So if I live from his faith, it's vitally important that I every day I'm in his word. And I'm declaring his word. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the spoken word. Faith comes by. See, you have to be aggressive with getting in his word like you do social media, TikTok and IG and, and YouTube and Facebook and all these other little networks. You have to be just as aggressive as a believer of being studious when it comes to getting in agreement with the father. And just let me say this, just because. Or, or the mere fact that someone has a platform doesn't mean that they are teaching principle or doctrinal truths. See, just because you have a platform doesn't mean that you are teaching doctrinal truths. And I'm saying that to say you just can't listen to any and everybody. Because if you listen to a lot of people now, uh, uh, there's this thing now where, where what Christ did is no longer enough, so we have to add to it. So you see a lot of blending or uh, people adding other teachings or, or adopting other religions and trying to infuse them into the gospel. But the gospel is enough all by itself. But if you don't know that, I think it's 2 Peter 3.17. Let me see that from the Amplified. Let me show you something. What are we talking about? Has your faith become shipwrecked? It, I keep saying that. Y'all don't believe me. When you leave here, you're going somewhere, sir, ma'am. And I'm not talking about leaving church. When you get out of this earth, ma'am, there is a real God and there's a real devil. He's a real defeated devil. But nonetheless, there's a real devil. Are you here? Second Peter 3, 
what, what does this say? Therefore, let me warn you, beloved, knowing these things beforehand, be on what? Guard, your guard so that you are not carried away by the error of what? Unprincipled men who distort, who twist doctrine. So just because someone has a platform doesn't necessarily mean that they are teaching principle. What do you mean? Doctrinal truths. See, money will open the door for you to do a whole lot of things. That's why the church needs it because the world has it. That's why their voice resounds so loud in a lot of believers because they have the finances to create the platform. Has your faith become shipwrecked? Now, I need to give you this ver- the definition of faith again. You know it by now. So let me kind of just briefly go over it. Put, put it up again for me. Has your faith become shipwrecked? And see, what has happened during this pandemic, there were those already on the verge of, of shipwreck. Oh, yeah. They were already on the verge of shipwreck. But this isolation, if you will, those periods of where there was no regularity of worship and gathering of the saints. Those who were on the verge just kind of, it just tilted the scales, if you will. How is it that you no longer desire to fellowship, worship, commune with the God that you say you love and and worship, sir, ma'am? Faith is always what? A gift from God and never and, and never something that can be what produced by people. We're talking about Bible faith. God's in-birth persuasion. In short, for the believer, uh, it's God's what? Divine what? Persuasion. And therefore, distinct from human belief or confidence, yet involving it. So his, this type of faith is different from human belief, but it involves it. What do you mean it involves it? Where your involvement comes in is lining your thoughts up with the thoughts of Jesus. Let this mind be in you, that which was also in Christ Jesus. For you have the mind of Christ. Even though we are in this world, we're not to be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your Minds that you are able to prove what is that good and acceptable. Are you here? Perfect will of God. Are you with me? So, uh, yet involving it. The, the Lord continuously births faith in the, yielded, in the yielded believers so they can know what he prefers. Now, I want to skip down to uh, where it says faith is also used collectively. Where is that part? Okay, watch this now because we're going to need this in a minute. Faith is also used what? Collectively, of all the times God has done what? Revealed or given his persuasion of his will. How does he do that? By getting in his word, okay? Which includes the what? Full revelation of scripture. And, and it references Jude 3. So there, that's therefore a reason. And, and I, I would love, I, I want to try to get there today. But notice it says, <clears throat> is also used collectively 
of all the times God has revealed or given his persuasion of his will, which includes what? The full revelation. So if God has given me the full revelation, there's no room to implement anybody else's revelation. There's no room for any more occupancy. Why? Because it is full. So you coming up with something new to add to it is not going to fly. Indeed, God, the Lord guarantees that all of his revelation will come, of course, come to pass. And we know that uh, this type of faith, it, it, faith comes from God. Now, again, has your faith become shipwrecked? Romans 16, 17, 18. Just let me just kind of build this because I'm going somewhere. Several places the Holy Spirit want me to go. But I, I, I need to show you some things first. Uh, Romans 16, 17, and 18. Ready? I, I want you to read out loud because I want this to get. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the spoken word. Read this so it can get into your spirit. Ready? Let's read. And now <clears throat> I make one more appeal, my dear brothers and sisters. Watch out. For the people who cause divisions, watch this, and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. So when you start hearing things that goes against or contradicts the truth of God's word, stay away. Look, I don't, I don't have to listen to this 30. I can tell in the first minute that you off your rocker. That's why you have to know the full revelation. I don't have to listen to a 30-minute foolery, YouTube or whatever. I can, when you open your mouth, I knew you was cuckoo. But because people aren't solid in the faith, they entertain thinking that the gospel is not enough. <laughs> Jesus needs some help, they think. Such people are not serving Christ, our Lord. They are serving their own personal interests. See, see, what gets me is, is see, before you get off your rocker, you know, this, I'm giving you scripture, but the people who usually lead you away can't give you scripture, and if they do, it's twisted. It's not rightly divided. So you have to know. We all don't serve the same God. Not when you're pulling your beliefs about God from another source and not what has been inspired. Are you here? So we have to be careful. Yeah, we all say the same God. No, no, hold. Which God you serve? Because the Bible makes mention of many gods. So we have to be specific. That's why, see, see, that, that, see, see that's why it's so important. Even when you pray, one of the reasons why you pray in the name of Jesus, because when you say in the name of Jesus, I mean, or I man, what you're doing, you're distinguishing him from every other deity deemed a God. 
So you could you you could go off into this prayer, but 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 when you come, who, who's whose name? See, when I say in the name of Jesus, you know specifically which God I'm referring to. Oh boy, you hear? Such people are not serving our Lord; they are serving their own personal interests by smooth talk. And glowing words that deceive. See, you got to filter through the smooth talk. First Timothy, let me show you something. Now, Paul gives us an example of Himenaeus and Alexander, who at some point professed Christ at some point, but have become shipwrecked. And he gave him over to Satan, being that, okay, I'm going to turn you over to Satan, and preferably you will learn your lesson since you don't trust God. Uh, are you here? Let's read. Uh, Timothy, you are like a son to me. What a, I, oh, oh, you, you, you all are sons, like sons and daughters to us. Okay? What I'm telling you to do agrees with the prophecies that were told about you in the past. I want you to remember the prophecy, pro, prophecies excuse me, and fight the good fight of faith. Continue. Uh-uh. Continue. Continue. Don't stop trusting in God and do what you know is right. Okay, hold on. Some people have not done this and their faith is now ruined. Let me see verse 19 from the New King James because uh, let me show you something. Having faith and a good conscience. <laughs> Are you here? Which some have rejected concerning the faith. Have suffered, notice, conscience, they have gotten out of agreement and now they have suffered shipwreck. Are you here? Shipwreck, shipwreck simply means to veer off course. To veer off course. It's aberration or a deviation from the truth. Aberration or deviation from the truth. In other words, you go in the opposite direction. You're shipwrecked. It's when you drift into the dangerous purview or world of false teaching. It's when you drift into the dangerous purview or world of false teachings or doctrines. That, which goes to, the, to those, this hybrid faith we're teaching that way. Well, you know, you can serve God and this and this and, and this and this and, 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 and you do this and you do this. And, and, and you're doing all the creating now. You were there when God said, let us. It's some crazy teachings out here. Oh, you're just part of the universe, and you're. <laughs> Notice I want you to see something. Paul clearly links faith with a good conscience and the righteousness, uh, in the righteous behavior that comes with a good conscience. This goes back to that loving what God loves 
and hating what God hates. That's another point. Now, let, let me say this because I have to say this to lead up to some of the verses I want to get to. Your fight, beloved, is not with God. You are in a spiritual warfare. Your fight is not with the Father. Will things try to come in person against you for, for your righteous stance? Yes. Will you meet opposition because you are a believer? Yes. Will you suffer in the sense of, of being persecuted because of your devotion to Christ? Yes. But be of good cheer. Why? Because Jesus said, I have overcome the world. And anyone born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory. Our what? Faith in him. So, so now I, I need to say this because, I, I, see, it, it, all, all of this shit work, it has to do with how we think, how we believe. And if your thoughts are inconsistent with the God that we serve, then even though he loves you, although he loves you, I cannot receive what's mine because I'm not in agreement. See, it's, it's hard for you to receive if you think God is punishing you because you didn't walk as straight as Sister Sally today. It's not based upon, see, your righteousness comes from Jesus. And see, again, and I, and I, keep, I, I can't say enough, and when you love, and when you are in harmony with God, you're going to love what the love and hates what he hates. So again, things aren't, uh, a lot of people aren't procuring things because they're not uh, 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 believers. Or they're not good. No, they're just not in agreement. But again, if you are in agreement, you will always be good. Are you here? So, so, but, and I say that to say your fight is not with the Lord. Okay? See, again, just because you have a platform doesn't mean that you're a teaching principal. See, because, because there, there's a fine line between, you know, us being persecuted for certain things because of our relationship with Jesus. Now, that's a whole nother fight. When, when God is, is, is breaking you and tearing you down every time you miss a left turn or a right turn. See, see, we forget the whole purpose in which Jesus came. Isaiah 55.3 amplified. Let me show you something. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our wickedness. He was crushed for your wickedness, mine, for our injustice, my wrongdoing, your wrongdoing. The punishment required for our well-being fell on him. And by his stripes or his wounds, we are here. So the punishment that you deserved fell on Jesus. Now, I'm not saying there are not consequences behind making dumb decisions. But, but let's stop putting a dumb decision I made on God trying to get my attention or he has to break me. To. The whole thing about Jesus' body being given and not broken is so your body wouldn't be broken. So why would he not be broken? Then he has to break you. No, he was given so you wouldn't have to be broken. 
So from a spiritual standpoint, you are good, but God leaves you to work out your soul salvation, that, that soteria, that deliverance, that preservation, that prosperity. Now, your job is to cultivate that by getting in his word so it can manifest. And I showed you some weeks ago, eh, the Bible said God takes those. Yeah, he, that word takes, I told you, it means to correct. And we've seen that God uses his word to correct, to rebuke, to instruct. See, here's the thing you have to look at. So if God, if he has to break you to get you to fall in line, he'll be breaking atheists. He'll be break, breaking Noxus. He'll be breaking, he'll be breaking everybody who's not willingly serving him to make them follow him. So why don't he have the atheist to fall over off a bridge 25 times and, and can barely be clinging to life? Do you think that, see, and we think all of this stuff is God's way of saying, wake up. And the, the devil is a liar. So if, 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 why are we trying to play the role of Jesus? What did Jesus do? He came more for you to have salvation. Are you here? Colossians 3.3. 3. See, because, see, some people are in that victim mentality, blaming God for why they don't, because their, 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 their view of God has been obscured. So why, why, why would you think a, a, a good God can bless you? And, and, and see, you don't even think you qualify because you're not good enough. So you think Uh, I don't know what version I have, but for you died and your life is hid in Christ. For your life, one translation say, is hid in Christ. For you died and your life is hidden. I think it might be an amplified, concealed with Christ and God. For the old man died. Your life is hid in Christ. Your life is hid. In Christ. So when God sees you, he sees Christ, or ultimately himself. When he sees you, because your life is hid in him. So why would he see himself and hurt himself or break himself? To Your life is hid in him. So when he looks at you, he sees Jesus. Or ultimately himself. That's what Jesus said. When you see me, you see the Father. A house divided cannot stand, man. See, see, people have been believing things that, and, and, and faith for those things have been bringing about a lot of nonsense. Let, let me tell you something, man. God will give you the opportunity to do it. And do, there's always somebody else willing to, to do it.
So stop believing that he got he, he got that about have kill you. What if it don't happen? What if it what if it doesn't work out that way? What if it just pull you further away from God because you can't take the pain? You better watch what you believe in. Your life is so if he sees my life hidden, when he sees you, Sister Wilson, he sees Christ. Sees himself. Because they're one. So why would I break myself? The reason why, why in the Old Covenant you see God, when the Israelites were to possess Canaan or the Promised Land, you remember he told Joshua to drive out all the inhabitants. The reason for that was God did not want his people to adopt the beliefs of those that surrounded them. And a lot of times, because of their disobedience of serving and chasing foreign gods, that we're chasing. You are under a better covenant. But God still does not want you to adopt the beliefs of the gods of this world. That's something else. Are you here? So your life is in Christ. Let me show you something else. Colossians 2.10 Amplified. Watch this now. Are you here? And in him, do you see this? You have been made. So from that spiritual standpoint, if you've been made complete, what's the breaking for? You are already complete. See, somebody is hard to receive because you've been so used and conditioned to believe that, that, you, that he ain't going to bless that. Get it together. And in him you have been made complete. See, people like that because it sounds good. For religion, that is. Sounds good. It, it, it makes good for someone who lives a self-righteous lifestyle. Who think that, that it's all based upon how good they are. See, it sounds good for that type of foolishness. But in your private time, you're crying, you're distressed, on the verge of shipwreck because folk that you know that don't even know God are living their best life. And other believers who are living their best life because they know it ain't because I've been all that good. I just learned how to agree with God. And even when I'm not my best, I stay in agreement. And he is, see, here's what I wanted to get to, because notice I said, you are not in a fight with the Father, spiritual warfare. So in him, we have been made what? Complete. Achieving what? Spiritual stature. That means there has been a degree of development attained. See, spiritually, you're boom, straight. You went, you got here now, go straight in the presence of Jesus. 
But that mind, you have to recondition. You're responsible for getting in this word, making sure that it is transformed. Are you here? So now watch this. And he who? Christ is the what? Head over all rule and authority of every angelic and earthly being. Who is over it? Christ. So watch this. So if you don't understand that, a lot of people are living defeated because they have not made Christ, who's the head over this foolishness, the head of their life. So, so they trust in other systems or doctrines that never come up to par or they never uh, 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 deliver because they're not over every angelic and earthly power. Is this too much? Who is over it? So if he is over it, and I'm not connected to him, how can I be over it? How can I be over it? How can you subdue, and you're not even connected to the subduer? You believe in another gospel, which there is no other. You believe in, 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 in a theology or a teaching now that tells you that, that you are the creator of this. You are the... You see, you even have a lot of people who believe that Jesus was a great prophet, that he, yeah, he was a great teacher, but they don't believe that he is Lord. But we serve the same God. Not so. Has your faith been shipwrecked? 2 Corinthians. Let's look at the weapons we use. Let me show you something. Three. Are y'all here? Oh, boy. We live in this world, but we do not fight our battles in the same way the world does. The weapons we use are not human ones. You are not Superman, Iron Man, the Black Panther. I know you think you possess that type of power, but you're not. Now, there's one that's greater that's in you that possesses all power. And you can do all th things through his power that gives you strength. The weapons we use are not human ones. <laughs> See, Our weapons have power from God and can destroy the enemy's strong places. Now, we got to remember what the strongholds now, okay? Remember some of these words. We destroy people's arguments. That word weapons, it's the Greek word hokenline. Put it up for me. Now, watch this. 
See, one of the reasons why I said you got to realize that you are not in a fight against the Father because if you think you're in a fight, there's no way you're going to use his artillery to rage war against anybody because you think he's against you. Why, why would I use what you got and I don't even believe you for me? You fighting me. You, you breaking me down. And you think with a, 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 a sound conscious, I'm just going to come and willingly use your artillery? No. You don't even think you're worthy of the artillery. You don't even feel like you, you, you deserve to use his weaponry. Are you out here? You, you, go back to the old covenant. And, and when you look, see, see, I, I don't, I don't want to get into that. But when you look at how, when, when they would seize their enemies, see, we think that it just took, you know, they're going right to battle. No. Most ancient cities were walled cities. And it would take years, sometimes two to three years or more, to, to breach those walls. And the type of weapons we, that they used to fight, it would take sometimes years to seize that city. But when you look how God, God would always do it supernaturally. He would do it, and his thing was to show the people that I am the victorious one. That's why you see him lose, winning battles with, 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 with this amount of men, this amount of men, and, and the, this one had so many thousands, and God did it with few to show them, I am your, I am Jehovah Nisi, the Lord that fights battles. And I'm saying that to say, so if we want to escalate this thing, we have to use his resources. Are you here? Hoopline instruments to make what war? Underlines that God, what? Always gives all the resources we need to what? Prevail in every form of spiritual warfare. As we what? Live in faith. See, you have to go to, you have to live in his. And most people are losing the battle because they're not using his resources. And you have his resources at your disposal. And your mouth is one of those weapons. Verse 5. Have we read any verses yet? Okay, we, we read 3 4, right? Verse 5. And we turn down what? Every proud idea that raises itself against what? The knowledge of God. We also capture every thought and make it give up. See, I just showed you earlier that Christ is the head of all this stuff. Are you here? These principalities, these powers, are you here? Watch this now. So, so and we turn out every power I did raise up with what? I mean, against not God. And we also capture every thought and make it give up and obey now, something you need to note here that the primary point 
in this section of 2 Corinthians is that we are in a spiritual warfare. And I've been telling you for weeks that there are people, man of God, and things that's contending or trying to get you out of agreement or get your faith. See, watch this. See, if you're following me, you've seen how these things come full, full circle. Because all it takes, minister, is just a little bit of doubt for you to get out of agreement. Just a little bit. Don't take a hold. You don't have to know everything about what they say. It's just like that little bit to get, to get you off kilter. Just a little bit. That's why it, it, it tickles me when believers don't want to know about the God that they serve. Study everything but the word. And he says, study to show thyself. Be diligent to study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But, but the primary point of this section of 2 Corinthians is that we are in a spiritual warfare. Now watch this. What leads up to the statement that we take every thought captive is important now. Okay? In verse 3, Paul states that we walk in the flesh, although we walk in the flesh, we do not what? War after the flesh. That is, we do not rely on human ingenuity or man-made plans to bring the victory. So you have to remember, you are in the spiritual warfare, so I can't win this. With the wisdom of men. Somewhere in them two, three, four steps, I need to have God's. Now, which one of these weapons belong to the Lord? Y'all looking, y'all looking at me like, ah. See, the flesh is powerless against the wiles of the devil, man. Are y'all here? In verse 4, Paul mentions the strongholds or the fortresses that are destroyed. How are they destroyed? By God's power. Let me tell you what these strongholds are. They're philosophies. They're arguments. Proud opinions. That's what's mentioned in verse 5. The strongholds, they're, they're, they're arguments. They're, they're ideologies. And without question, there, there are many human thoughts that need to be taken captive, man. You can look around, you look at TV, look at social media. There are numerous ungodly, watch this, philosophies that hold people in bondage. And those spiritual forces need to be demolished, but it takes using God's weapons. Are you here? The systems of thought, let, 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 again, let me give you the systems of thought that war against us are arrogant obstacles again lofty opinions L listen you can google anything if you want to do it there's somebody out there saying it's okay and, and yeah that ain't this and that, that ain't. that's why you have to know what the full revelation of God's word is sophisticated arguments all of this suedo intellectual babble a bunch of babble it sounds good but it's no has no bottom to it no truth, no substance. And every exalted, proud thing 
that prevents, watch this, people from knowing God. And our day is things such as the theory of evolution, secular humanism, existentialism, uh, existentialism, excuse me, the, uh, the occults, false religions. This, this, these are ways how many people are held captive by the, some are even held captive by the idea that they're products of chance in a godless universe. And you believe that. Are you here? See, see let me tell you something, believer. If you're going to be solid in this faith, you have to know what his will is. And, and, and before you try to venture off and become a student of something else, if you are a believer, learn this first so you can combat foolery. Are you here? Just to give you a little nugget. When we talk about canon of scripture, canon or canonized or canon, it, it's the Greek, it comes from the Greek word that literally means rule or law. It, it's canon, it, 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 it means a measuring stick. And it was used to determine if a book measured up to a standard. That's what, when we're talking about the canon of scripture. It, 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 so when we look at uh, the books that we have in the Bible now, these are books that measured up past the test, if you will, found to be true. And the moment that God breathed, they were canonized. They were true the moment God, see, no scripture is of private, of private interpretation. So the man didn't write the Bible. Men wrote as God spoke. Are you here? So, and see, it is important to note that, uh, uh, it's important to note that, again, the, the, the moment God breathed on men and they wrote, the scriptures were canonized. Canonized, canonized excuse me. Okay? Now, this is, this is very important. Going off somewhere else, but this, no, I'm not. This is very important because Christianity does not start by defining God or Jesus or salvation. The basis of Christianity is found in the authority of the Scripture. So the basis of it is found in the authority of the Scripture. Why? Because the Scripture testifies of the one who breathed upon men. Are you here? And see, here's the thing. If we cannot identify what Scripture is, then we cannot properly distinguish any theological truth from error. So it starts with knowing the authority of Scripture. And when you know the authority of Scripture, you will not find yourself bending or leaning into theological error or deception. Just to give you a note, you know, again, we're talking about the canonized scripture. There are no lost books of the Bible or books that were taken out of the Bible or books missing from the Bible. Okay? Every book, let me tell you something. Every book that God intended to be in the Bible is in the Bible. Okay? Now, 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 now again, just like the rumor that Jesus didn't get out the tomb. That's a rumor. 
There, there are many legends and rumors of lost books of the Bible, but the books were not, in fact, lost. Rather, they were rejected because they didn't measure up. Just like when in Catholicism, they take on the, the idea of, 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 of purgatory. See, they got that from the Maccabees. Are you here? So, so, so there are a lot of books that were written, but, but it, it, even, even in a lot of those books, they denied the, the, the divinity of Christ. So you have to, it's not that they weren't written or lost. They didn't measure up. See, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And let me say something. Any idea, opinion, or worldview that asserts that Christ is unnecessary is reflective of the devil's pride. I feel like I'm in class. Y'all feel like y'all in class? So any idea, opinion, or worldview that asserts that Christ is unnecessary is reflective of the devil's pride. Such thoughts must be taken captive and made obedient to Christ. You measure it by the word. That's not in the word. It, look, I don't, I don't expect anybody who's not a believer or follow Jesus to concede to this. But every believer should be like, Pastor, thank you. Now, 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 let, let me close. Now, with, now, now, sometimes we will find you'll find secular writers being quoted in Scripture. But this doesn't mean that these quoted writers were inspired. It simply means that they happened to say something that was useful in making a point. Prime example of this is in Joshua 10, 13. When the Lord stopped the sun in the battle of the day during the battle of Beth Haran. If you remember, they, they were in battle and it was getting dark. And just when the man, if we go, if we carry on this to the next day, if we go tonight, next day, we, 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 we're not going to make it. So the sun stood, stood still. Who remembers that? Now, get Joshua 10, 13. Let me show you something. In recording this battle, are you with me? Joshua included passages from the book of Jasher. Are you listening? He included, not because it was his only source of what occurred, rather he was stating in effect that if you don't believe that this took place, go read the book of Jasher. Even in that book, he recorded this. In other words, he said, if you don't believe what I'm saying, that guy right there, he wrote about it. Go check him out. Now, I'm saying that because some have misconstrued this as saying, well, you see, I told you, that the book of Jasper, why ain't that in there? That's a lost book. No, he was making reference to if you don't believe that the sun stood still, he recorded it also. But if I'm not skilled in scripture reading and learning and exegesis, I would think, hey, see, I tell you, this is the last book. Are you here? See, then, 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 then we also have to remember that History as recorded in the Bible, it didn't, recur, it didn't occur in isolation. There, there are people, the people in the Bible, they, you got you to remember, they interacted with other people. The Bible is clear. Watch this. There, even though the Bible is clear that there's only one God, it mentions a plethora of other gods 
that people worship, both within Israel and the nations around. So I'm just saying, just because it may mention of someone doesn't mean that that was supposed to be, or that it was inspired. So anything that didn't, that, that if you don't see it, that means it didn't measure up as being a part of God's authoritative, you know what I'm talking about, authoritative word. Yeah. So it, it didn't measure up. You don't pass. Just like now when you hear false teachers and doctors and people, I ain't, that ain't flying. Are you here? Let me give you, can I give you two verses in close? Colossians 2.8. TPT. See, some's faith has become shipwrecked. So in some, you, you, don't, you don't know, you're not even solid enough to be dibbling and dabbling. Get in this word. Learn about this God that you serve. We were going to get beyond being so gullible just because it sounds good. You don't know. See, and if you don't know true, anything sounds good. And if you're an empty vessel searching, the first train comes smoking that sounds like somebody with some sense, you're going to hop on. Beware. That no one distracts you. Or intimidate. Some of this stuff you search it could be intimidating. But only if you don't know. Beware that no one distracts you or intimidates you in their attempt to lead you away from Christ's fullness. There that word go again. Do y'all remember fullness? By pretending to be what? Full of wisdom when they're filled with endless arguments and human logic. For they operate with humanistic and clouded judgments based on the mindset of this world system and not the anointed truths of the anointed one. Jude 3, I'll close with this. If you remember, in the definition of faith that made reference to Jude 3, y'all remember that? In the definition Wave at me if you remember. Y'all seen it. I didn't, I, listen, I didn't insert Jude 3 there. It, that's part of the definition. Okay? And it says, it's also collectively, of all the, used collectively, at all times, God has revealed or given a full revelation of Scripture. Pistis is also used collectively, of all the times God has revealed or given the persuasion of his will, which includes, someone say, the full. You remember? And it referenced Jude 3. What is he talking about here? Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was, someone say, once. Once for all delivered to the saints. I missed a verse, thank you, Holy Spirit, when we're talking about you being whole, complete. I think it was Hebrews 10, uh, 18. Oh, okay, here we go. 10, 10. By God's will, we have been what? Purified. And made holy what? 
once and for all through the body. So if you've been made, if you've been purified and made holy once and for all, I don't, you don't need to be broke anymore. Matter of fact, that body went in the grave with Jesus and the new you got up with him. Now, now go back to Jude. I don't know how long I'm going to be on here, but I'm going to give you this little bit, then we're going to close. Listen. Beloved, while I was diligent uh, to write you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once delivered for all, uh, for once for all delivered to the saints. Someone say, once for all. Now, Jude states that a Christian faith was once for all entrusted to the saints. Since our faith is defined by Scripture, talking about Bible faith, because it only can come from who? God. Jude is essentially saying that scripture was given once for the benefit of all Christians. In other words, there are no hidden manuscripts yet to be found. There are no secret books only familiar to a select, select few. We can, in other words, he's saying you can be confident that God has not left us without witness. The same supernatural power used to produce his word has been used to preserve it. Notice he said the full revelation has been delivered once. There's no room for anything else. Has your faith been shipwrecked? See, you know it's been shipwrecked when I'm no longer congruent with God. I'm no longer in harmony. I no longer love what he loves and hate what he hates. I no longer say the same things that he says. I'm moved by my emotions. I walk by sight, not by his faith. Are you with me? Come on, let's get a Lord a hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.